Welcome back to the Igniting Dreams Within podcast. We solve life and business problems that transform businesses and individuals into happier and fulfilled ones. I am your host, Ebenezer Mambulo. And today we are continuing on part four of the self-leadership series. And we are talking about values-based leadership and values-based decision-making. It's been said that your talent and your gifts will take you to the top. But it is your character that will keep you at the top. And my friends, as you and I will be leading our lives, there will be moments where you and I need to make the decisions that would affect our lives. And when we are making those decisions that will be affecting our lives, we need to base our decision-making on our values. I like what one wise man or woman said. They said that we might be through with our sins, but our sins are not through with us. Yes, we might have changed and we might have been better people. We might have become better people today because of the mistakes and the choices that we had made yesterday. But we are not free from the consequences of those decisions or those mistakes that we did yesterday. It does not matter in which area of leadership you find yourself. You might be following someone else. You might be leading someone else. But you and I will own up. We will have to face up to the consequences of the decisions, of the choices that we have made. And on this podcast, we go deep and we share. I, I sit down yet again with Mr. Mafarafara and we talk about how do we make decisions for our lives? How do we make decisions for our businesses? How do we make decisions for our companies, for our organizations based on the values that we hold through? based on the principles that we have subscribed to in our lives, based on the theology, based on the philosophy that you and I are living our lives. And and if you've got a flawed philosophy, if you've got a flawed philosophy, if you've got a flawed theology about decision-making in your life, you will find yourself that you are making choices and you are making decisions. But when it's time for you to own up to the consequences of those decisions that we have made, you find yourself running away from responsibility. And I like what my mentor said over the weekend when we were in the Northwest, Mr. Marileke. And he gave an example. And let me rephrase the story and give the context of this. Imagine if you may and you are sitting with men around you, with men around you, leaders in your community. And over the weekend, we were talking about the Proverbs 31 man. And while you are in that category and you are seated with men in your community, if you are a man and you are the Proverbs 31 man, you'll be a man of influence, a man who's got influence in the community. When other men are seated, 
where they are making decisions, when they are making values-based decisions that would guide the outcome of the community, that would chart the course of Africa, that would chart the course of your community, that would chart the course of South Africa. If you are a Proverbs 31 man, you will be there because you are not a man of small value you are a man of value you are a man whose input is valued because you are so great and while you are making those values based decisions that would be determining the course of the nation determining the course of the community determining the course of your family when other men in the community were asked this question mr mawulo was asked mr mawulo what are you taking? What are you taking to have so much energy, so much impact, so much influence that you want to impact South Africa, that you want to impact the community of Ramamura, that you want to impact the community of Ramamura, that you want to impact the community of Ramamura? What are you taking? And Mr. Mawulo says, I am taking Red Bull. They ask Mr. Lazzohalo, Mr. they say, Mr. Lazzohalo, what are you taking to make the impact that you want to make in the children that you are teaching at your school? What's the impact that you want to make of the children that you are raising up in the community as a teacher? And Mr. Lazzohalo said, I am taking play. They ask Mr. Maponya, they say, Mr. Maponya, what are you taking to influence the community as the community leader? Ah, Mr. Maponya says, I am taking monster energy. They say, uh, Mr. Mpatala, what are you taking? What are you taking to make sure that the leadership that you want to give the leadership that you want to give to the youth in your community-based project. What are you taking? And and he says, I am taking power play. And they come to Ebenezer Avolo and they say, Sir, what are you taking to make the impact that you want to make to transform followers into leaders who serve their gifts to better humanity? And I respond, I am taking responsibility. Taking responsibility for the leadership mandates that have been given by my creator. Taking the responsibility to make sure that those under my care, those I am mentoring, those I am coaching, will be better equipped to face the world around me. And I would like to submit to you, my friend, are you taking responsibility for your own life? Are you taking responsibility for the people under your charge in your company? Are you taking responsibility for the advancement, the progress, the profitability of the department that's under your care or the department that you have submitted under in your work? And if you are not taking responsibility for the success or the failure of whatever it is that's under your care or that's under your leadership, you are failing to use character building values to direct your life. 
And if you and I are going to succeed in advancing the human generation forward, we need to take responsibility for the choices that we are making about our lives, for the choices that we are making about our families, for the choices that we are making about our community. And my friend, if you lack the moral authority if you lack the morals to hold you accountable when you're making those decisions, when the consequences of the decisions that you've been making own up and catch up to you, oh, they will blindside you and they will whoop you and they will whoop you. And as I conclude, I am reminded of a story that my man Tamiles Monroe shared. And in his sermon, he talks about character. In leadership and he says that there was this famous author who was teaching who was teaching a marriage seminar and he loved him and he liked the work that he was doing and the way that the, the people that he had invited to his conference were touched by the guy's message and he says that a few weeks later he hears that the very same guy, the very same guy who was teaching about how to have successful marriages and successful relationships was caught between scandals and him divorcing his wife. And upon hearing that he called the bookshops around him and he said, take this man's book off the shelves. I don't want his work or his books influencing the Bahamas because if what he was teaching us does not work for him and his marriage, then it shouldn't be taught to us and our communities. And I would like to submit to you, my friend, as you're listening to this podcast, if your life is not a reflection of what you are teaching, then you lack the moral authority. If the, the, the things that you are demanding of your children are not reflected in the decisions that you are making that will chart the course of the family, then you lack the moral authority. And my friend, I would like to challenge you as you are thinking about your future as a leader, as you are thinking about making an impact in your community, what are some of the areas in your life or in your leadership that you need to impose or you need to implement or bring about value-based leadership thinking in those decisions that you are making? And if you want to learn more about value-based leadership and value-based decision-making, get to Mr. Mafarafara's book on Step to the Next Level and Step Your Life. Step your marriage, step your business, up your leadership to the next level. Do enjoy the show. And now when we are thinking about these three dimensions, do you also do you do you have some opportunities that maybe as maybe it might not be the opportunities from last year? Mm. Opportunities that you you maybe did not go into them because the way you were thinking or feeling about them, maybe it was not right or the time wasn't right. Mm. And in, in other words, or in a sense, 
do you also have got some things or some tools that you are using when you are evaluating your opportunities that you are getting whether mm. it's through speaking or it's it's through work or whatever do you also have got a criteria that you'll be thinking about either no what am i thinking about this opportunity maybe you might not be using that criteria but do you also mm. have got things that would that you would share with the listener so that when they are looking at the opportunities that they will be getting next year yes they would know how how to to evaluate those opportunities yes i think i think there is something that i can share on that okay um in my book step to the next level there's a chapter where i talk about uh, how to step to the next level mm-hmm. and one of those things that i talk about it's a sense of identity mm-hmm. who are you mm-hmm. and not just who are you but who do you think you are okay <laughs> uh-huh. because people can say who they are but they're not thinking about it oh yes yes it's yes. crammed statement mm-hmm. it's just a memory bank that they're able to withdraw from it without mm. applying their mind okay but that sense of identity is who do you think you yeah. are mm-hmm. in the face of the world okay in terms of your contribution okay in terms of your impact mm-hmm. and in terms of what you love mm-hmm. in terms of what makes sense to you okay what makes meaning to you what is meaningful to you number two, mm-hmm. it's a sense of destiny where are you going mm-hmm. so where are you going as you are as you that you've described mm-hmm. where are you going in terms of what you're going to achieve mm-hmm. how are you going to achieve Why do you want to achieve that? Okay, wow. Again? Mm-hmm. That's a separate thing. You can buy the book to get the rest yes, of the yes. stuff. Now, the other part is what you call values-based decision making. Okay, okay. Hey. I'll summarize this. Okay. You 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 might just invite me to speak and train you for for this. So, values-based decision making is to say we need to I need to get married. Mhm. Nem? Mhm. But if I need to get married, mm. what are my values? Okay. What are my standards of living? Mm-hmm. What are the qualities that describe me mm. when I'm sleeping? Okay. And that describe me when I'm awake. Okay. How do I make decisions about money? Mm-hmm. What does money mean to me? Okay. What does health mean to me? Mm-hmm. What does family mean to me? Mm. What does commitment mean to me? Okay. What does children mean to me? What does society mean to me? Mm. Those are things that are based on values. Okay. What does you contribute or dispensing yourself or giving yourself to other people mean to you? Mm. There's a book that I read. It's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Mm-hmm. And in that book he says that he once wrote a three-page list of description of qualities mm. of the kind of woman that he want to marry okay okay uh-huh. and then he showed the list to his friend after working on it several days okay reviewing adding and removing mm-hmm. certain qualities mm-hmm. and then his friend gave him a, a very nice look and then read the after reading the the three page list of qualities mm. of the woman that Darren Hardy can marry mm. and then his friend asked Darren and said Darren These are very nice qualities. Mm. Which ones of these are you able to deliver on? Ish, yeah. Uh. And then he realized, oh, now the picture changes. It's no longer about the woman that I want to marry. Mm-mm. It's about me mm. possessing certain qualities okay. that are befitting for the woman that I want to marry. Wow, yeah. Yes, mm. the thing. In your decision making, mm. 
opportunities will always present to a man that's ready. Yes, yes. Mm. So you build yourself around values that, are, that enable and open you to a door of opportunity. Okay. You know, you know, you know that um, a success happens when opportunity meets preparation. Mm -hmm. So it's not an accident. Sometimes it may look like it's an accident, but you were prepared in a particular way. Yes. Otherwise, you would not conceive it. Mm. You would not be able to deliver and give birth to mm -hmm. it. So, 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 so. Now, when you look at those things, you say, okay, this past or present or future opportunities that may come. Mm. How do I leverage on those things? Okay. Build values that make you attractive to those particular opportunities. Wow, okay. Here is the thing. Anybody can walk into the bank and ask for a business loan. Mm -hmm. Anyone mm. have the right to do that. Mm. But not everybody has the capacity, not everybody can be trusted enough oh. by a bank to give a business loan. Yes. Who do those bank give business loans to? Those who are prepared and approved. Yes. They can prove, so to say, mm. that they are prepared, yeah. document-wise. Yes, 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 yes. Whether the business is alive or it's yet to be alive from the business loan. If you produce a document mm. that a bank can say, we want, a bank will tell you that we want a business plan. Mm. We want financial projections. Mm -hmm. And financial projections must show affordability to pay the loan yes. and things like that. Uh -huh. and, and must show sustainability of the business in terms of profits. Okay. Can you deliver on those two things? Mm. Number three, it must also show that it is well run or it will be well run by qualified or skilled and competent people. Wow. Can you deliver on that? Those yeah. are values yes. that we run a business using skilled, qualified and qualified, competent people. Mm. And this is described based on one to when we say people are qualified, this is what we mean. When mm. we say people are competent, this is what we mean. Mm. When we say, you know, all those things. Mm. So. When you say, how do you do that? It's the values. Oh, wow. Your values mm. locate you in a particular space. Okay. If you are, you are a liar, mm. people who do not like lying do not associate with you. They yes. easily repel. Yes. Uh. Even if you won't spend a lot of time. Uh. If you are a gossiper, mm. people who do not gossip do not spend time with you. They yeah. easily keep quiet and distance themselves mm. and you will feel lonely. Why? Okay. Because you want to associate with people who do not gossip. <laughs> but if you go to people who gossip, mm. they see you from far and already prepare a statement of a lie about somebody else. Yes. And they know that you can spend six weeks okay. talking about nothing. <laughs> so it doesn't work like that. With, with life and progress in your life, you need to be sure mm. about what you stand for. Wow. Mm. So yes, those values would help us to be able to make the decisions that we would be making. Wow. Even to associate with the right people. With people. Even to evaluate mm. the decisions that, mm. that, that, that we make. Wow. Full stop. Yeah, and, and definitely I do recommend that you get the book, Step to the Next Level. I'll attach the link and his contact so that you'll be able to, to buy the book from him. Mm. Thank you for tuning in to the Igniting the Dreams Within podcast as we talked about value-based leadership and value-based decision-making. Next time on the last on the last episode of the self-leadership series, the seats will be changing and it will be Mr. Mafara Farah and I having a conversation. And Mr. Mafarafara will be asking me questions that I will be answering about how do I see my leadership edge? What do I do when I'm planning for a year? Stay tuned for the last episode of this series. Enjoy the show. I'll see you next time.